Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Happy November 6th, Hannah Gelb. Ah, oh, happy November 6th. How did this happen? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I have been waiting for this day for two years since the election of... Uh, our own personal Voldemort. We, I have been, I cannot, I could, I have been so excited for the midterm elections. Right now we're recording this episode on Sunday. So I just really hope things are going well. And I hope uh, if everybody gets a, has a plan for going to their polling place and getting out the vote and voting, um, you have every right to opinion and good God, we need to get those people out of power. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. 1000%. But on a lighter note, it was my birthday recently. (laughs) <laughs> that's right it's not all bad so how was your birthday buddy my birthday was great i actually got a lot of um beverage themed gift but not like the drinking kind uh my oh, manager fantastic. i know it's it's uh, next time you come over you are in for a cafe experience my friend <laughs> my manager linnea got me um an espresso machine like an espresso maker <gasps> and a milk frother so i can make lattes Shut bro not like an Shut espresso, not like up. a barista one, like a, you know, like a Nespresso kind of thing. Not like a, you know, but like still, I'll take those pods. Oh, but dude, I you, know. Oh, oh, oh my God, dude. This is a glorious new chapter of your life. This is I like <laughs> anything's possible. <laughs> I know. I know. It, you know, well, it, what, it, what's crazy is that now that I have like the milk frother and everything and I have matcha and I have all kinds of different espressos. I, I bet like I just love to sometimes have any reason to leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was gonna say uh, that's the one danger. Yeah, um, but you I'm know, like, dude, I think I think you could do both. I think, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I hope. I mean, um, or not, or sometimes I'll just like you, sometimes you want an attractive person with tattoos and facial piercings to hand you. A steaming beverage. And I do, yeah. I feel like you know those times, and you won't let that machine stop you from leaving the house. <laughs> That's and and sometimes, honestly, I just want to take like a really, really satisfying poop in a private public restroom at a strong, <laughs> strong jet-powered toilet cafe place. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. The freedom. Or it's like when you flush, it's like a spaceship taking off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> it's like, <"Kajoosh." laughs> 
And I was like, yeah. yeah. Match. (laughs) Met my match. (laughs) That's it. That's it. It's been turned to dark matter. Um, Anyway, uh, (laughs) and then Ella got me a a new tea kettle robot because my old tea kettle robot broke. And so now I have a new tea kettle robot so I can make my green tea, my white tea, my herbals, my oolongs, my black tea, and have them all set to different temperatures and have them uh, correctly timed for steeping. So I'm pretty stoked. it It was a truly... Truly wonderful birthday. And I played Red Dead Redemption like all day long. Wow. So uh, how is the game? It is 10 out of 10, man. I mean. Really? Yeah, it takes a while. Oh, no. It's so good. I know like, okay, so for those of you that don't know this game, it's Red Dead Redemption 2. It is not a sequel, but it is the second of the Red Dead Redemption series. Um, It's actually, I guess, a prequel, but it, oh my God. In the beginning, it was so boring and so slow. And I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to get into this kind of pacing. But then Mm -hmm. I'm in so fucking deep. Dude, I'm in so deep. Like, I need oh, to so shower so bad. <laughs> it's like you're in a brand new, wonderful relationship, you know? It is. It is exactly like that. I am in the honeymoon period of this video game. This video game can do nothing <laughs> wrong. Everything sparks my interest. Everything that is said is fascinating. Even the tasks and errands give me great joy. You, you have a whole camp. You have to do chores around the camp, like chopping wood oh and feeding God. the horses. And oh, my no. God. You love doing the chores, don't you? <laughs> I love doing the chores. I love doing the chores. And there's an honor system where it's like the more people that you rob and kill unnecessarily, your honor goes down. So like people are more scared Whoa. of you. Yeah. Or your honor goes up and then people are like, oh, you're the best here. Take a nickel. You know? Whoa. Yeah, dude. Oh my it's, God, it sounds it's, so fun. It's amazing. It's, oh. it's, it's really fucking good. So, uh, Jesus. Yeah. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to put a lockbox around this thing. <laughs> uh, God, I'm just like so wistful because I'm like, there's no way. I can't even put a toe in because I know it'll just all be over. Um, I'll be it's, like, well, I'm uh, like, I left my job and yeah. I no longer have a home. <laughs> yep. I'm like Hannah Gell playing Bud, Bloodborne level. Like I am making dangerously poor decisions about how to spend my time. That's 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 where I'm at. <laughs> wow. Oh, that reminds me. I thought of a really good name for my memoir. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty proud of this. Uh, it's it's so it's going to be called. Bad choices at odd hours. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I also feel like that's a really good name for like a book of poetry. Oh, okay. Or you a know, book I've of a few poems in my life over or the like, or like 33 a... years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but like that's just a beautiful name for a book. Yeah. Bad choices at odd hours. Wow. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Oh, I, that's so good. Speaking of bad choices, uh, we've uh, made none, except the bad choice to any further delay in starting this week's episode, which is all, well, <laughs> Hannah, why do we, tell, what is this week's episode about? Well, um, I'm so, uh, this is what I love about doing this podcast is when this kind of thing happens. So I was not, we were not planning to talk about jobs and job searches today, but I happened to tweet last week, uh, during a moment of just chaos at my job and 
many people responded and I was like, man, we should talk about like what keeps us stuck at our jobs and how what are like practical steps we can take to you know, get closer to a happier daily life because there are like, so I, I posted this thing. Um, what what, what pe- did you post? <laughs> okay, well, it's in all caps and it goes, I'm so full of rage at my job and there's nothing I can do but take action to get a new job and I hate that so much and I'm still sitting here and the rage isn't going anywhere and needing money never goes away and fucking fuck. And I would like to say that that is the edited version Oh, the, the unedited <laughs> version is like fucking fuck, 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 fuck. But okay, um, and then you know someone responded like, "Man, I've been at this job that I don't like for fifteen years." Oh my 15 god, fifteen years. So I was like, "Man, what keeps us at our jobs for years, even decades, decades?" Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so I think this is going to be our Gretzko uh, episode, basically. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, but like, on a related note, I guess, um, I've just been having like a super, uh, I guess I'm PMSing. I don't know. I've been having a really rough couple of days. I just feel like I'm failing at everything. And... Maybe this has to do with the fact that I downloaded a dating app. <laughs> you guys, oh, you don't even. Oh man. Well, you've See, already, but you've, you've you met your last guy that you were dating off Bumble. Did you just, or was that Bumble, or was that on Hinge? No, it was Hinge. Cute. So I downloaded Hinge, and then you know all these thoughts came up, like, oh my god, my heart is frozen. I'm emotionally crippled. There's no love in me. I'll never be with anybody. That's okay. But like, you know, just that kind of stuff. But like, (laughs) what was the, like, what, (sighs) you got to help me understand how you went from downloading an app to I'm emotionally (laughs) frozen. Like, what do you mean? That's the, that's the mystery of the human brain. (laughs) Well, I guess I'm just like going through, you know, I'm like scrolling through uh, and I'm just like, oh, fucking no. Like, no, you are all terrible. You all seem fucking awful. I'm not interested in talking to any of you. And maybe it's just not the right app. I don't know. Or maybe, I um, mean, what what was the impulse behind redownloading the app? Well, it's a bit muddled. Um, to be honest, I was at a bar with my roommates and some friends. And I had like one beer. And then I was like, I'm going to download this app. <laughs> and then oh also this is really funny so my roommate sarah downloaded it and then she set it up for me and she put that i'm interested in men and women and then i was like going through and i was like whoa look at this like beautiful long-haired man and then it was a woman yeah. <laughs> that's that's true i mean and you I know like, you know which i prefer <laughs> yeah yeah well, um, um, so, sorry, Gelby, just to try... Just a side note, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to get... To, let's, just for some some clarity here. So, are are we... Is it, This is just more like how you've been feeling lately. So, it's like... This is ha- just like, I... Yeah, this is just how I've been feeling. And, and okay. I'm feeling... I think... Uh, so, I've been writing some notes. Like, what comes up? Like, what are the things... What are the things that come up for me when I think about finding another job? 
mm. that keep me from actually doing that. And like writing it all down, you know, and thinking about it, it's just like bringing up a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, because yeah. it's so like. So I would just ask everybody, including Hannah Hart, to be very <laughs> compassionate and patient with me today because I'm probably going to cry and whine a lot <laughs> and say okay. lots of crazy things. Okay. Yeah, I'll just sit. Pretty. I'll just sit here, and so we'll. Yeah, we'll go. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I, I interrupted you. Okay. Oh uh, no, I was just asking. Um, what uh, do you? What what started the? I guess where do you, where would you like to start? I mean, what can I do as a friend to kind of like help you? What can I do right now? You know, just you know. Um. Okay. Well. Okay, so why don't we start with, I'm going to just, okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to recite all of the crazy, irrational things that my brain does when I try to, like, actively get another job, and then maybe you can, like, listen to it, and then we can, like, <laughs> go from there. Okay. Though, I don't know if that I don't know if that's fair for you because you're not a therapist. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm your pal. But, I mean, I'm happy. If, but you're you know, my pal. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm if if <sighs> it's if it's helpful to you, I'm happy to give you you know my listening and my thoughts and my feedback. But like, or just my listening and you know, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not a therapist, so there's not going to be okay. any like. But I am your friend. <laughs> yeah. No, you are my friend. Uh, um. Okay. Well. <sighs> Fear number one. <laughs> number one. Okay, here's the first thing that happens. I'm Okay, let's say I'm like looking at a job and I'm like, okay, you know, I think, okay, huh, that's fine. Then I just start thinking like, okay, everybody knows you get jobs by networking and it's who you know. It's like not enough to just apply. You have to like go on LinkedIn and stalk the person that you think is the hiring manager and like bombard them repeatedly and let them know how incredibly interested and qualified you are. And if you just send a resume and a cover letter without doing all that, it's like your chances of being even looked at are like 0.2%. So what is the point of applying, especially if you don't even want the job that much and it's not something you're like really interested in? And it's really hard for shy, introverted people to do all that fucking stuff. And... It's even more scary because what if you go what if you go to all those huge lengths to be like, yes, yes, I am so perfect, I'm so perfect, and I want this job so much, and then you get it and you suck at it. You know, and like I know there are so many people who are like, Oh, you just have to go to the interview and like bullshit. When they're like, Do you know this? Just say, Yeah. And I'm like, that is so terrifying to me. I cannot think of a more terrifying experience than doing that. And like, and then like, what's likely going to happen is you're going to like be on the job and be like thrown to some situation and have to like figure it out. And I guess some people are like, awesome. I love living on the edge. But I just know that like, if I'm in that situation, I'm going to like freeze up and have a panic attack and probably sit for like 30 minutes and not make a decision about anything. <sighs> And it's like, is all that really worse than the position that you're currently in? Is that like what what the next thought is? Or is it like, yeah. Because um. 
Cause yeah, no. And I, you know, I, like this is kind of the fear any that people have, you know, you're not alone in that, like applying for different jobs. It's really scary because there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of unknowns out there, you know? Yeah. I guess I'm just, I know this is like irrational and stupid, but I just feel like I just don't have like the right kind of personality to like survive. I just wish I was born in like a different country where you can just like not boast about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And then like also like there's no other time. Well, sorry. I was just going to say, I don't think, I mean, it's not, you know, you're not being irrational. You're just coming against something that you struggle with, but that's not irrational. It makes perfect sense. It's scary to to do something that you don't feel confident in, you know? So you're not irrational for being scared of a scary thing, right? If that's any comfort, I, I, you know? No, it is. I don't know. I guess... I feel like a lot of this can also just be... I think some of this is just depression. And, like, that's, like, when I'm up against, you know, challenge, my brain is like, well, let's go down those depressed paths because that's what we know, kind of. And it's just more simple to, like, shut you down that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> it's like, oh, like- look, our familiar fear-failure narrative. I would love to slide down this well-greased neuropathway. Yeah. And it just brings up like a lot of shame because, you know, I've had like pretty like low responsibility, like low paying jobs my whole life. And I think this is why. And it just feels really awful because I'm like disappointed in myself and I feel like I'm disappointing like other people, even though that's probably completely not true at all. And like, I know I'm an intelligent person who can like make like contribute something (sighs) yeah and and then at this but then at the same time i'm like jobs are stupid and so are careers and they're not important yeah i mean so in conclusion these are all the things that happen when hannah gelb tries to apply for a job (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it's kind of like one of those things of like if you recognize that, like, you know, job stuff is super, there are things that are super triggering for people and things that, like, aren't right. And it's like, if job stuff is really triggering for you in terms of, like, all of your self doubt and self loathing and just thinking, like, your failure, like, all the stuff or whatever, the stuff that you just mentioned, like, and then if it's like, if you are PMSing or if you're not feeling great about something, it's gonna be extra triggering. You know what I mean? So, like, there's probably going to be better times to challenge yourself to do something that's scary, like applying for a job or, or thinking about applying for a job. And there's also going to be times where it's going to be harder to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, that's it's kind of like, point, dude. it's kind of like maybe the other like two and a half weeks out of the month, you can think about applying for a job and getting out of the job that you currently hate because you, you know, you know, it's making you unhappy, but like also give yourself the permission to not do it when you're feeling sensitive because you know, it's just going to make you feel more unnecessary, irrational shame, irrational shame, irrational shame. 
fear, the fear sounds pretty rational because those are all like the, the vague concerns of life that like people share around jobs. And like, I've heard it from every person I know who's ever changed jobs, you know, cause it's scary. And like, unfortunately I can't say it like myself and I feel like an asshole for that. But that being said, like if you know, it's going to hit your shame trigger and you know, you're already feeling shame sensitive, like maybe it's just not the right time. You know, especially, and then also, like you just said, with downloading the dating app where you're like, and then that made me feel terrible for myself too. And it's like, ah, maybe, <laughs> maybe this isn't a good time to be experimenting at these like, like life change things when you're not yeah. your, when you're not your strongest Hannah. Like right now you yeah. just need to put stuff into like just your own coin jar. You know what I mean? Just like, Ooh, yay. I had a happy weekend or I didn't speak to another soul this weekend. You know, like, I don't think it's the kind of thing that you can force yourself to fix or not fix, but like, it's not always going to be the right time to make a change, you know? Yeah. Like, that makes sense. you're so smart, Hannah Hart. Well, I know what you sound like when you're, when you're, um, um, uh, more hormones in your body. I know, I know you, that's it. I'm just not that, I'm not that smart, but I just also know me. You know what I mean? Like during my PMS window, I don't shoot videos because I will, I can't. And I'll hate myself if I do, because I'll be like, look at you, Hannah Hart. You're faking it and performing. Why can't you just feel joy? Uh, Instead, I'm like, oh, "Oh, I'm PMS. I know. And instead I'm just like, oh man, I'm not feeling good about myself um, in like a, in, in the big way. So I can't shoot something today. But then when I am feeling good, I try and shoot as much as I can, you know? So like I try and ride that wave of interest. It's like when it happens, you know? So it's like maybe when you come out the other swing of this, allowing yourself to just willy nilly apply for jobs, you know, be like, whatever, I'm feeling a little bit more like I have a little more mana in my heart today. We should call this podcast two floundering Hannah's discuss feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. Oh, you're right, buddy. Yeah, I like think I just need to I need to focus also on like, okay, what'll make me feel better today? Cuz I always get caught up in like you know, like, well, I need to plan my whole life out. How does this job application fit into my whole life plan? And then it's like, well, then I'm not going to do anything because it's too you can't think about your whole life, but like Yeah. I it gets know, but it gets I'm like but uh, that's like the uh, well it's just like you know that like there's a difference between like healthy fear and like catastrophizing right like it doesn't do you any good man to think that like if you're not feeling capable or if you're feeling discouraged of applying for a job right now at this moment that's just about today you know, and then if you like catastrophize it into a reflection of like your whole life, right? Then it's like the the day is shot, you know. And like, it sucks as that. I feel like a lot of this is also falls into like the like the ADHD thinking like category, but of like just being like all or nothing, zero or a hundred, you know. And yeah. when we get to perfectionism part two, I bet we're gonna encounter even more of that. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, man. I mean, you're not wrong. It just feels like you're not, you're you're right because it's how you feel. And it's just about 
I don't know. It's not just about anything. I, what what <sighs> would you want to tell you? Like, if you weren't you and you were your friend and you just didn't and, – and feeling better Hannah is in the same room as feeling worse Hannah. What is something feeling better Hannah would say to feeling worse Hannah? Um... You're putting too much pressure on yourself. Okay, one sec. <clears throat> Dude, hit <it> again. <laughs> You're putting too much pressure on yourself, man. <laughs> you know, you just, oh man, you're you're totally right. But like, you can't do it all at once, man. Oh my god, you sound exactly <laughs> like me. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, no problem. I just, uh, wait, wait, I wait. Just... We should take a break so you can blow your nose. And we also have to cut to a to an ad. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Here, here it goes. Be right back, guys. Uh, hey, buddy, my buddy, Hannah Hart. You know what? Whoa. You know what? Hey, buddy, Hannah Gill. <laughs> You know, you know, <laughs> you know what two words I really like? What? Um, one is square because a square has four equal sides, which is just like very pleasing to the mind. And the second one I really mm. like is space because I like a lot of space for both my body and my mind. So when you put them together, uh. you get square space. <laughs> Do you get square space? It's like, the you know, that's. The best way That's... to make content for people who are shy and introverted. <laughs> I think that that is such a beautiful pairing of thoughts. You have the infinite of space and the nice structured boundary of squares. That's oh that idea is beautiful, right? Just like the beautiful templates that Squarespace's world-class designers can create, and then you guys get to customize the looks and feel with just a few clicks. That's so right. you know if you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, I have to say, uh, being an insane person slash perfectionist, I used to think that it doesn't count if you make your own website. If you make a website with something like Squarespace, and I'm sure since the listeners of this podcast are also, uh, you know, um, neurodivergent, I will say, <laughs> maybe you share this feeling. <laughs> but I've decided now that it's 2018, everyone needs a website and we don't all know how to code. So give yep. yourself yep. permission to get Squarespace yep. and make a beautiful website to showcase your work, blog, or publish content. Yes. You know, let the hard things be hard and the easy things be easy. So go ahead and check out squarespace.com slash earbuds for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch that website, use the code earbuds to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Think it, dream it, make it. We Squarespace. I really won't ever look at that word the same way, Hannah. That's beautiful. Oh, I'm so flattered. <laughs> Did I you blow your nose? Oh, oh, I, oh, I, I said a little bit. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I think this is the most. I think this is the most extended crying I've done on the podcast. So I'm pretty happy about that. That's an oh, accomplishment. Definitely. Yeah, there you go. 
that's yeah. great. We can we can add that to like the leaderboard of crying on the podcast. We'll add today. Yeah. But, uh, I was gonna say. I guess what part of the problem is I th- yeah I think I frame everything as like an emergency you know I'm like I'm at this job and I don't like it it's a fucking emergency disaster and like every second that I'm not fixing it like it's getting worse and worse like you know that's just yeah not the case well, right but then <sighs> but then at least it's like you can see that reflected in like the other things like I'm single and it's a disaster if I don't literally try and find a man today or a partner today, (laughs) I will never have a partner. So it's like, so, you know, it's kind of like in the re in that pattern, we can see that it's not about the individual things themselves. It's just the way that they're, they're hitting you right now. Right? Like, I bet if you were like on a sports team, you'd be like, I missed that ball and it's a disaster. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What am I saying? I don't play sports. I don't know. It probably is a disaster. I don't know how it works. <laughs> no, you're right, dude. You're totally right. I just... Ugh. But then, that that being said, so, like, that doesn't give you anything. Like, you know, I know that we don't necessarily feel the same way about this subject. The thing is, is that I feel like it's really important when you're feeling... Like you can't save your, like you have no idea what to do that it's important to check or that it feels like something's really, really bad. It's important to check out. um, I like to think of the cognitive distortions, right? And like, there's 15 of them. Uh, There's filtering, which is taking out, taking the negative details and magnifying those polarized thinking, which is like the all or nothing. Like if I don't do it today, that's it forever. Overgeneralizing, jumping to conclusion, catastrophizing, et cetera, et cetera. But each of those have counter things, right? Yeah. And so it's like, and I know it sounds impossible to do when you're in it, but I think you kind of have to like, you know, there's some really helpful steps to going through and trying to talk yourself down from this feeling, you know? Or like, and, and not even if you, if you want to, if you have to, but that's kind of, if it starts to like, that, that might actually only be when you're feeling better, right? Like, cause you're going to get the mini cognitive distortions, like the mini catastrophizing, the mini black and white thinking. And then you're going to get the big ones right now. Like right now it's clear that you're not like, you don't feel like your strongest self, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, there's ways in when you maybe do feel stronger, if you do encounter the lesser, ver- the, you know, the times of black and white thinking or catastrophizing, et cetera, I think it's really interesting how the distortions have every, everything has an equal and opposite, every action is equal and opposite reaction. So there are actually ways to help yourself in those moments get out of them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to make this a resource episode for our listeners, but I'm also just happy to hear you cry. That's fine by me, you know? <laughs> no, I think that's really good. I just, I guess I just don't, I guess it's just not helpful with my, like, existential worries, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that's kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, I just, I still just feel like, you know, uh, like, if, if I, 
I guess it's... Ugh, it's just so hard. Why is everything so hard? I guess I because feel like, it's... okay, I can, you know, I can apply for a job at my current place of work that's, like, similar, but it'll probably be better. But then I'm just like, fucking fuck, I don't want to work at a desk. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. But then I'm like, okay, well, there are many things you can do in this world, Hanukkah, that don't involve sitting at a desk. And then I'm like, yeah, but then I'd have to, like, look them up. <laughs> <That's too hard. laughs> well it's and then not I have to like make decisions and that's too hard and like meanwhile every day of my life just flashes by and each year goes by faster than the one before and i'm like this is the cutest i'll ever be and <laughs> in this the is end the we lose everything <laughs> This is the cutest I'll ever be. <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe it's not really jobs. Maybe I'm just having a lot of like existential issues right now. Yeah, I would say that I would say that it's more about how you feel right now than the things themselves, i.e. jobs and dating. You know, but like, but, and- like, but, but the truth is, like, you know, I've been at my job for like two years and I you know, I've wanted a different job for like about a year. So obviously I've been better. I mean, I've not been in this place, but I still, but I still drag my feet, like looking for another job. Like, why is that? Well, one of them is a want, like you want a different job. And the other is a need, like you need help structuring how to get there because it's hard for you. Like, one of them's a spiritual desire. Like, I desire spiritually to be out of this job. And the other is, but it's really hard for me to apply for jobs. Yeah. You know? So they're separate. And, like, I think you can only, like, put energy towards one of them at a time. Like, if your spiritual state is such suffering, you first just have to, like, like, eat some chocolate, like, mellow out, get, like, help your spiritual state, you know, exercise, go meditate, whatever, like, whatever helps your spiritual state, because it's going to take you to help with the, the actual just pragmatic difficulties of applying for a job where you're like, but then I'd have to research stuff. Like, like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) They're not related. You know what I mean? They're not one big messy thing. It's, yeah. And so the different you you just got to find your different tools for those different problems you know like if if you're if you're in such a woe place i don't think you're going to be able to do the thing that's hard right yeah man that's such a good point i guess i just have this idea that like when you're in the a place like that like the only thing that's going to make you feel better is if you like take an action but yeah, but right. dude, it's, it's like, not like it's not. Yeah, it's not like when you feel better. You're, I'm like Hannah. Do you like your job? You're like, oh no, I want to quit every day. Like you know, <laughs> that's like, yeah. yeah. The only thing that's gonna make you feel better is to take an action. Sorry, I interrupted. Go. go the, um, we say that again. Um, and and finish your thought because I think it's really good. And then I just got too excited and I interrupted you. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I guess I yeah. I don't know where I don't know where I got this idea. I just feel like. If there's something that's consistently like pressing and pressing and pressing on your mind, like the only thing that'll make you feel like relieved is if you like do something that is like actually gonna like change the situation. But it's like I just can't seem to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I well, mean, it's like it's like every day I'm like I need another job. Like this is not good for me. It's not good for me to be here. Yeah. So then, but I'm just like, oh, but what about? I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's really hard when you can't focus and make decisions. It's really, 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 really hard and very reinforcing of a negative self-narrative, you know? But it's clear that, like, like I think you're capable of doing anything that you want to. I'm, you're capable of meeting these needs. But unfortunately, sometimes when our needs, when we can't seem to garner, sometimes getting resources requires having resources, which sucks, right? So it's like, okay, if I have to do this difficult thing like applying for jobs or looking at things or making decisions, what are ways in which I can do that? Well, that involves figuring that out, which is hard because that involves researching things and making decisions. So you get caught in this kind of loop, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you just got to I think you just got to give yourself a break when you need a break, Hannah, you know, like just forgive yourself. If you're really upset about, if you're like, well, I fucking hate my job. I'm so upset about it. Then just, just think to yourself and man, once I'm done PMSing or once I'm done feeling so depressed right now, as soon as I feel a little bit better, I'm going to make sure I apply for more jobs because you're not going to feel this way forever. You just feel this way right now, and there are times where you feel better. Yeah. I just wish I could, like, I don't, you know, I just wish I could be a person who, like, I don't want to, like, hate my job. I mean, sometimes it sounds so ridiculous. It's like, okay, it's not great for me, but there's no reason to, like, hate it. You know, I don't have to, like, let it get me so down, and I just wish I could be, like, curious and open about it and be like, well what can I learn here? Or like, you know, but then I'm just like, you are Hannah. I know, I know that you don't feel this way, but you are sometimes, and you've been there for two years. And this is, this is the same mechanism again. This is just you finding a way to make this your fault and finding a way to feel judgment and shame about yourself. You know, it's the, it's just all the exact, it's all the exact same loop being placed over a bunch of different circumstances. And as long as the conclusion is Hannah Gelb is bad and has failed somehow, and that's why this is the way it is, then like the loop is satisfied and can move on to the next thing. But unfortunately, you're there, and that really sucks for you, dude. (laughs) Yeah, well, thanks, buddy. But I mean, I mean, don't, you know, don't, I'm happy to listen, but that sucks. It's hard. <laughs> like, you know, cause even if you identify, oops, this is a really like, this is a deeply ingrained pattern that I'm just blanketing over all these different aspects of my life. I mean, the question that comes next is, so what do you do about that? Right. Right. You know, uh, like, I'm like, okay, well, like what, what? small thing can I do like maybe this week yeah well let's think of something (sighs) or maybe you don't need to think of anything right now because you're not really in your best problem solving place you know you are you do get 
you do feel better than this sometimes. So if you don't feel good right now, it doesn't mean that this is, this is not the best time to, to do it. And I know the adrenaline of the, like the stimulation of like the suffering and the adrenaline of that makes it like, no, I have to take care of this today. But you might just be incapable of taking care of it when you're in this kind of place. Because then the doubts and the fears, they are, are too overwhelming. Yeah. I think you're right. Unless you... Yeah, man. I mean, like... I think you're right. I I just... uh, Yeah. I really want to work on... I want to work on... Being active and at the same time saying, like, this is my answer for today and it's totally Mm. fine. It's not a huge problem. Mm. Like, it's not emergency slash disaster man you know yeah and something um that i think is helpful is instead of saying i've got to start or i've got to work on saying like i'm starting to and i'm working on because then you realize that you've already begun you know You're already doing the first step. Whoa. That's beautiful, dude. Doesn't that feel more (laughs) empowering to say, like, I'm working on trying not to solve problems when I'm in an elevated state because I can't or I make irrational decisions or whatever. Like, I'm working on, I'm starting to, like, I think that's a, a way you can kind of empower yourself a little bit more and not overwhelm yourself with adding yet another thing to your list. Uh, Yes. You're right. Okay. I am working on being active and accepting things as they are in the present moment. Yeah. Which is right now you feel overwhelmingly dissatisfied. Uh, over, well, you're oversaturated in job misery. And being oversaturated, you got to just get unoversaturated. Like you just need to dry off a little bit before you can start taking steps. Yeah. You know, and I know that you you don't like this cognitive distortion stuff, dude, but like really there's so many things, you know, and I would love if you could humor me, I would love to just kind of read you the the basic steps of how to counteract them. I I just want to say I think I mean, okay, I'm in an elevated state and I think uh as we we're saying just to like make it a little more clear for everybody involved, <laughs> like why this is so hard. I feel like, like jobs and like life satisfaction are just like lead me down this like black hole of like ego and like self. So it's like if I, I feel like if I pick apart all these things, it will lead to the destruction of like my whole ego supporting mechanism, basically. You know what I mean? I don't. You lost me, man. What? What's? <laughs> if you pick apart your ego, it will lead to the destruction of your ego. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, okay. Like for example, like you know, you know, I've been saying like my whole life. I'm like, I want a job that's like creative and stuff. And people are always like, Oh my god, hey, go! There's like so many ways to do that. Here's all those ways. And then it's like my I've been like pedestalizing 
this idea of like making money creatively, like as an artist or something for so long. So if I like do it and don't like it or I can't do it, like do it and fail, it's like, that is like a big, I mean, it was scary thing. That's big and scary. It would be like a tidal wave of like upset, you know, you know, Hannah, I hate to tell you this, but you're doing the same polarizing, catastrophizing. And that's just, it's the same fear, dude. It's the exact same pattern of fear. So like, even in the resolution of it, it's the same pattern of, well, if I don't like any of these guys, I'll never find someone and I feel alone. Well, if I actually go into this, then I'll destroy my entire ego. It's like the same, (laughs) you know, like... It's all, it's just the same pattern. It's, which is kind of a relief because it's really just this one type of thinking that is interfering between you and the life you think you want or the life that you want. Yeah, but I'm so comfortable in my crazy thinking. It's not going to change your crazy thinking, Hannah. I don't know. I mean, it's not, dare I say it again, black or white. You're not going to be like, oh, I am Hannah Gelb now. Like, <laughs> no, I just, you know? mean, I just mean, it's, just, it's, I just mean, it's, it's hard to challenge all those things. I feel like everything you're saying is a hundred percent true and they are familiar to me. And that is why I cherish them, even though they make me miserable and destroy my life. You know what I mean? I hear you, bud. I know. I know. No, yeah, let's but... do your thing. <laughs> okay, so I just, for the sake of our, our beautiful, wonderful earbuds, uh, those of you who are still here. Um, yes, I wanted so this to be helpful for you guys, not just me crying and ranting. So here we go. Yes. Um, well, it, yeah, and there's a lot of ways to look at this and a lot of stuff. As I said, um, you know, th- here's a list of cognitive distortions and their countermeasures. Let me try and find something really good. Here are the 10 cognitive distortions sabotaging your brain. One, filtering, i.e. choosing to focus on the negative. Two, jumping to conclusions. That's where we make the irrational assumption about the people and circumstances. For For instance, we assume that something will happen in the future or assume that we know what someone else is thinking. So that's jumping to conclusions. Three, personalization, where everything that happens in your life is your fault, and we consistently take the blame for absolutely everything. Number four, black and white thinking. That sounds pretty obvious. Number five, catastrophizing, blowing things out of proportion, uh, being like, well, that's it, though. I'll never be happy because of capitalism, which, to be fair, could be true. That's a lot like number six, (laughs) overgeneralization, tending to make broad generalizations that are based on a single event and minimal evidence, i.e., I hate my job, therefore I will never be happy. Seven, labeling. That's using yourself as the label or saying the situation as the label. Like saying, um, I'm dumb instead of I did a dumb thing. Being like, I'm dumb. I'm a failure. Instead of saying like, oops, I made a mistake. Number eight, shoulding and musting, where we tend to make unrealistic and unreasonable demands on ourselves. Like, I should be able to apply for 10 jobs a day. I should be able to just be happy at this job. Oh, sorry. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. just hit the nail on the head right there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Shoulding and musting. I should be able to just be a different person. What? 
number nine is emotional reasoning, uh, interpreting our experience of reality based upon how we are feeling rather than the reality itself. Uh, magnification. And number 10, magnification and minimization, where we tend to magnify the positive attributes of a, a different, another person, while minimizing our own positive attributes. I.e., if so-and-so can just do this, this, and this, I can, and I can't. So talking down all of your own positive attributes while talking up someone else's. And that's a way of keeping you trapped in your own sense of failure. Yeah, scary stuff, you, right? Yeah, very scary, dude. And, and can I tell you another, <laughs> another stupid... Okay, it's not stupid. Another thing... That comes up is like, it's just hard as well to cling to like these patterns for so long and to cling to them so hard. And then to learn that like, they are so silly. And like, to you know, when you like look at them and then you're like, they're not silly. Are, are you nothing, a member of society? Was... Humanity is screwed up. Do you know how few people... <laughs> actually look at their lives and want to examine themselves and their thinking and how maybe their the patterns of their thinking got them there it's the opposite of silly but that's again that's imagining that someone else is something that you're not hannah that's exactly the last one we just did which is like oh look like it, i feel so silly for for being affected by these things but do you know how few people actually think about the way they affect the patterns in their lives and how hard it is once you do realize that that's hard nobody nobody takes care of themselves in this in this world you know you're right it is hard it is yeah hard. dude so don't minimize it please you know because okay. it's really hard to do so anyway back to the challenging so there's lots of ways <laughs> There's lots of ways to challenge cognitive distortions. Um, there's okay. a worksheet for it. There's actually a whole worksheet for it. Uh, there are each cognitive distortion has its like equal and opposite other thought, and so there are ways to do it. And maybe we should just call this part one. But I can also send you guys the worksheet for it. But here's an example. Write down the repetitive thought. I'm going to fail this exam. Write down how it makes you feel. Anxious, discouraged, test. Which cognitive distortions are being applied here? In this example, it's predicting the future. It's the predicting the future, the outcome, the presumptions one. The alternate rational response. Actually, I've passed many exams before, and I'm confident that if I study, I'll do fine. So that's oh, the base. I hate this so much. <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah, I know. I know you do. Okay, but I mean, but... I, I mean, but you know, this is like cognitive distortion stuff. These are exercises that I do in CBT or have done in the past. And now I just have like, it's my toolkit. But at least, at least thinking or at least being able to put what thought patterns are in what distortion buckets like that's a that's a good first move. You know what I mean? Like in the same yeah. way we were looking at the Enneagram, um, which is a personality test, which we, we're gonna do an episode on in the future. Like, at least you can know that it's the distortion of your thought. It's not the actuality of the life that you've built for yourself. Wait, but you know? 
Yeah, yeah. But wait, what does this have to do with the with the Enneagram? Just saying, like, how you, when you were asking me the Enneagram test, like, we were doing the little, like, is it this one? Is it that? Am I this? Am I that? Just to make it oh, something, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to relate it to something that I know you enjoy and find less scary. And like, I really enjoy cognitive distortions. I think they're really, really mm-hmm. helpful to to mm-hmm. to know about. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, let's just call this part one because I do. You know, I would like I would like to actually challenge you to try it because I know you're not a fan of this kind of school of thought. Um, but you know, I mean, I'll I'll yeah. email you this worksheet. And if you, ah, I, oh, I hit my mic. Sorry, everyone listening on the other side of this microphone, meaning you guys are <laughs> earbuds. I'm just trying to copy and paste this. And guys, we'll post this up on the Twitter too. But yeah. Anna, I, I, I don't know. I would like, I would like you to, to try it and see if it's at all helpful, you know? Yeah. And this is not a list of what the distortions are. There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of lists of what the distortions are. It's basically like typing in like, what's a Scorpio? Or like, what's a, there's lots and lots and lots of them that rephrase it and put it in a lot of different ways. They're all basically the same, but some of them might phrase it in a way that you understand better. I love researching this stuff. Um, but here we go. Worksheet. Uh, but it might be helpful to find a list of the definitions that makes the most sense to you. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's a good idea, dude. Like maybe I could make a, like a little sheet that's like, you know, I can kind of write down everything that comes up when I try and find another job. And then I can like identify, you know, what's happening. It could be like, oh, OK, this is the part where my brain is like, don't try. There's no point. Don't try. There's no point. You know? Yeah. And yeah, like, exactly. The part where I'm like, I'm the worst person in the world. Exactly, exactly. And then it's like, if you go and make yourself a little cheat sheet of the distortions, like, you know, the titles of them, you don't need to, you know, catastrophizing, you could call something else. You call it negaverse. You know what I mean? Like, you can, <laughs> if you go through and read what the buckets are and then make yourself a little cheat sheet, then when you say all your fears and all of your thoughts, you can actually see like, oh, this is bucket A again. This is bucket A again. Huh, this is bucket A again. This is B, this is B, you know? And it at least starts to make it more manageable. It does not make it go away. That's zero or a hundred thinking, black and white, because yeah. it's a long, long practice. But at yeah. least at least you're you're in the process of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but honestly, you probably don't want to do any work today. You've already cried. You did great. It's Sunday. We're recording this on Sunday. Guys, make sure that you're getting out there to vote. Today is voting day. Oh, that's right. It is the sixth when this episode airs. Holy fucking Holy shit. shit. Let's bring Maybe it we back should. to the larger world. <laughs> Can I, okay, I just got to say this one thing. Okay, I yeah. know we, I brought this up before and you answered it very eloquently, but okay. I think it's like seeing, okay, seeing your patterns of thought and seeing them for what they are and like taking away their power kind of, it's like breaking up with a spouse or something, you know, Mm, like it feels like that. It's been your life. It's, it's been your lifelong, it's been a weird abusive companion. It doesn't mean right. it's like easy to leave that relationship. Right. And it's like, well, who am I? Who like, you know, people struggle to leave relationships of all kinds. It's like, well, who 
And also, I can't believe I fucking spent six years with that guy. You know? Like, I spent six years with these thought patterns. Like... Oh, probably... Okay, no, I, no. It's... You've spent... You've spent 33 years with that. I've been 33 or, years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, probably... Yeah, probably like... Probably like 23. But yes! Probably like 23, yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'm already guilt tripping myself for... Anyway, so this, yeah, maybe it's not helpful. But I'm just saying, that's kind of how it's just... How it just disappears sometimes. Yeah. But uh, but I, that's really helpful, dude. I really appreciate you listening and being such a good friend today. And all no, days. man. <laughs> and all days. No, man, I get it. And I think you, it is so valid to voice that feeling. The feeling of, well, if I change, who will I be? You know? Yeah. But it's not about changing who you are. It's about really being who you are, which is someone who one day, you know, won't have to suffer like this. You know? Like, your life doesn't have to be with this kind of suffering. There's a lot of other suffering, which is why we're reminding everyone again to go vote. Please, God. <laughs> yes. Go vote today. Go vote yes. today. Vote. Please, Do please. whatever it takes. <laughs> Do whatever it takes to get yourselves out the door and voting. All right, Gilby, I got I to gotta go to the bathroom, man, so we got to wrap this episode up. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. That was really great. I hope Good. you guys enjoyed oh. this. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it, too. Um, we'll be tweeting the, the distortions worksheet. I'll put it up on the Reddit just as soon as I remember my login info. <laughs> and we'll continue this conversation in more episodes. Yes, and tune in next time as we do Perfectionism Part 2. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ooh, as always, click... Out of 48. No, just kidding. Out of 48 million. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe, um, and continue to be our wonderful, beautiful, loving earbuds, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> A thousand Bye. percent. <laughs>